Hello and welcome to the Bruno Seguela Show, open bracket, a moment with the king of talk. And on today's episode, we are focusing on a celebrity profile, courtesy, of course, of my work, Integrated Learning. And I'm joined by Olisi, who is a fan of Emily Sandy. Now, Emily Sandy, whose real name is Adele, Emily Sandy, yes, believe it or not, her real name is Adele, is a Scottish and Zambian singer and songwriter born in Sunderland time and were in the United Kingdom and raised in Alfred Abenshire in Scotland. She's a Chancellor of University of Sunderland. She was born in 1987. She's 34 years of age this year. Her parents are Joe Sandy and Diane Sandy. She studied medicine but left after obtaining a degree in clinical medicine. She has been nominated 56 times and has 21 awards. She has written songs for the likes of Alicia Keys, Katy Perry, Taylor Swift, the list is endless and she has been inspired or grew up listening to the likes of Lauren Hill, Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, Nina Simone to mention a few so she's just amazing and I'm just grateful that we are discussing about her today because she's one of my favorite artists of all time so I'm really happy that I'm having I'm going to have this conversation with Mkodisi. So, yeah, thank you for joining me. My name is Bruno Seguela, the king of talk, and let's get straight right into it. Thank you for joining me on this interview. For people who do not know who you are, what can you tell them? Um, thank you for having me. My name is Mkodisi Masango, and I am a high school matriculant in Gerahead College, Queenstown. <laughs> so now today we are actually talking about Emily Sandy. What do you know about this amazing, extremely talented individual? She's a singer, she's a songwriter, she's all things greatness, and she has a degree in clinical medicine. So how does that make you feel about the artist that she is? Um, I think she's a phenomenal artist for one, and sadly, over the years, she has become very, very underrepresented, and it's kind of, honestly, it's very disappointing, but I love her so much, and it's actually quite, she's a woman who's full of surprises, really, because I didn't know that she held such a high degree, but I'm also very proud of her. It's definitely something wonderful to learn about her, surprising, but wonderful. All right, thank you so much for that. Now, let's talk about 2012. Right, Emily Sandy got tired. She decided to do something different, which was, of course, finding her own niche and doing things based on her own way, if I may put it that way. She was tired of writing songs for other people. Not the fact that she stopped completely, but she decided this time around to have her own debut album titled Our Version of Events. Now, that album had amazing songs, top quality songs that are still evident till this day it became one of the most selling albums that year in the united kingdom and she was also gaining traction in the united states of america and across the world as well so which song for you was your ultimate favorite on the our version of events album 
making me choose now that's just very cruel because the album had a lot of amazing songs i have, I have a lot of favorite songs just from the album alone so i don't know if i can really choose but if i have to i think i can go with read all about it i don't know i think i think i'm gonna go with read all about it because it is one of my favorite songs i feel like the lyric the lyrics in a way they kind of describe me anyway so yeah, i think i'll go with read all about it i'm actually not surprised that you said um your favorite song out of the album has to be read all about it i mean i have to agree as well that song is really sentimental and very monumental it is a song full of hope, full of inspiration and all great things. Now, here's another question that I have for you. Do you think that Emily, over the years, now let's discuss her second album, Long Live the Angels, and as well, Real Life. Do you think she lived up to the expectations of what people expected from her? Or do you basically agree with what the charts have been saying? about you know her consistency is she going down on the spiral or she's just naturally underrated how do you feel about that um personally i just think she's a, a very underrated artist like i don't know it's as if like her first album was at an all-time high and then i don't know her upcoming albums became a hit and a miss Kind of so like i don't know i feel like for the most part yeah her second album did kind of have the same but not quite kind of vibe as the first but then the third was also a little different so i'm guessing like people weren't ready for her evolution like our version of events was a great album on its own that i don't know maybe people expected it to be like the same but the more she evolved the more they weren't ready for it, and the more they weren't ready, the lower the sales went down. Not really giving the chance on the content that was actually there, because I think all of her, all of her work so far, it has been amazing, but just people haven't been giving it much of a chance, really. I totally hear you, and you are really bringing out valid points. I'm actually loving this conversation. You know what I love about, you know, all these three albums? It was the fact that, you know, on our version of events, it was an album that was catering for the masses, right? As much as Emily was showing her vulnerability in terms of her songwriting and everything, but she was also catering for the world. And that kind of sh changed a bit when it uh, came to her sophomore album, which was, uh, of course, um, Long Live the Angels. That's where she started, you know, focusing, you know, on herself, which was quite um, enthralling, if I may put it that way. It was really fascinating for me. And I think artistically she was growing. It's a pity that not everyone was just able to grasp into her artistry the way that, you know, some of us did, but that's a story of another day. Then there was real life, you know, real life for me, it felt as if, you know, you know, the album was released in 2019, but for me, it felt as if she knew that we were about to have, you know, um, a, a global pandemic because it was a premonition of some sort, you know, and, you know, that album was really beautiful and real and, you know, raw it was just everything to me so here's another question right she has been inspired by a lot of people she draws inspiration from 
Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, due to the fact that she also grew, you know, as a biracial kid, Aretha Franklin, Lauren Hill, and Nina Simone. And how can we forget the one and only Alicia Keys, whom she has become close friends with? So what do you see from her that you've, you know, witness from those artists, those legendary icons that I just mentioned. Do you see any resemblance in terms of, you know, how to write music and so forth? Um, I will definitely say that ever since I found out that she writes some of the songs for Alicia Keys, I definitely did begin to see the similarities in the style in which they are written. So yeah, definitely I do say something there. And uh in her live show, um the one she did at Royal the Royal Albert Hall Royal Albert Hall, she uh, cited that one of, she did cite that one of her biggest inspirations was Nina Simone and she even took the time to perform one of her songs. I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. I think from there lyrically it definitely could. I mean, it definitely didn't feel like an Eminem Simone song. It felt like an Emily Sunday song when she performed it, probably because of the, you know, the, the, the very stark differences in style and voice. But it definitely, the way she sang it, it definitely felt like this would be a song written by Emily Sunday, by Emily Sunday, though it was by Nina Simone. So definitely, yeah, you can see the influences that she cited in some of her work. I won't pretend that I'm that knowledgeable in music enough to recognize most of these parallels but among the other artists that i've mentioned i definitely see something there like i do see the influence and the the styles that they kind of share so yeah it's, it's definitely something it's definitely true it's something there that i do see she definitely is influenced by these people and for the other artists who i really can't see that distinction i think i'll Take it. I think I'll just, yeah. Ooh, nice. I really love the fact that you referenced um, Nina Simone's song. I wish I knew how it feels to be free because, you know, Emily Sandy did, you know, quite justice into covering that song and, you know, it, it really felt like it was her own record. Now let's talk about her brand new two singles family and as well look what you have done she is now part of um i don't know if you're aware of this she's part of a new record label she's no longer uh, a member of uh, virgin mobile of sorry virgin virgin records no and i don't know why but maybe we're going to find out in the near future and her collaboration with um rock nation it didn't really go as planned because we really thought that she was really going to be you know out there on the you know u.s market but you know it just didn't happen and what i love about her is the fact that she does things you know in her own way she makes music based on how she feels and she doesn't really go with the trends so if you'd compare her to um, artists that we have at the moment do you think she is really in her own lane or she's perhaps you know 
doing what everyone else is doing or she's just um a unique person who's just releasing music for the sake of um you know releasing music that will stay into people's hearts for a long time um i think i'm definitely gonna go with the last one you know like making music for the sake of music you know something for the heart because like I don't know, no matter what style she adapts, what songs she makes, like, it's always something that speaks to you, you know? Like, it's always, like, a song that resonates with you. That's the kind of music she always makes. At least for me, that's how I always felt. Like, most of the songs she makes, it's something that I, I would find myself resonating with from one from time to time. So, yeah, I definitely think it's the last one. She's in her own... I mean, she's always been in her own lane, but... I definitely think, like, yeah, definitely this time, she's not letting anything get in her way and whatever. Like, she's, she's just making music, you know, for the sake of it. She's having fun, experimenting, exploring, if you will. So, yeah, I definitely think she's not being held back anymore. I mean, I also should change the labels after all. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's it's mostly that. Because after all, if you do listen to Family, one of the latest singles, they definitely give me that vibe, like those lyrics. They definitely like make me feel like, you know, she's saying, I'm not being held back anymore. I'm doing my own thing at my own pace, you know. So, I de- yeah, I think it's that last one, that doing something for the sake of, her, of doing it for herself rather than out of like being expected to, you know. So let's say there's a potential collaboration that's coming by. We all know she has collaborated before with people like Labyrinth, David Guetta before, and other incredible artists such as, um, you know, Kendrick Lamar. So let's say there's a potential collaboration that's coming by. What can you expect? Who do you want to see Emily Sandy working with in the near future? Honestly, (laughs) the question has my imagination racing because like there are a lot of people I'd love to see her work with. I mean, obviously others, it'll, it'll be less likely, but there's definitely a lot of people I'd love to see her work with. And I would love to see her work with Alicia Keys again. Cause the one collaboration, besides from writing songs for her, one collaboration I know of was a live performance of Not Even The King, but beyond that I'd love to see more stuff, especially then in the studio. Um, I also kind of want to see her work with Bruno Mars or or Ed Sheeran. I don't know. It, it, some of some of my ideas are crazy, but I'd love to see her collaborate with a lot of people. I think they'd make amazing music. Hell, I would even I would even love to see her collaborate with Eminem. Crazy as that is, but yeah, I just I feel like she'd make it work with a lot of people, but I don't know. Yeah, you've mentioned some great people, right? Those uh, people are hit makers, and I'm sure that Emily in herself would be really, really happy to, you know, to collaborate with such great artists. I mean, she's also great in, you know, herself. Olisi Masango, thank you for being an absolutely amazing guest on the Bruno Seguela show. You are such an amazing, an amazing young person who knows his thing when it comes to the music industry it was really great having you on uh, the 
hashtag celebrity profile of Emily Sandy, courtesy of my work integrated learning assignment. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your input. And thank you to you too for giving me the opportunity to discuss one of my all time favorites. So yeah, thank you for hosting this space and uh, you know, thank you for having me here. It was, it was, I had a great time being interviewed by you too. So thank you. All right, thank you. That's it for me, Bruno Sinatema Seguela. It's a wrap-up. It was so amazing. A huge thank you to Mkoli Simasango for being an absolute amazing guest. Until next time, it's a goodbye for me. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye.